Hello, welcome to Codependent and Shit. I'm going to come up with a new tagline. So right now, I'm just going to say this. I'm back. And I decided I'm going to keep doing this podcast. Yay. Um, I obviously needed to take a little break, but that break didn't last long. What was it like? Not even two weeks. Um, and I did start a new podcast. It is called Leaving the New Age. It is a um, spiritual podcast. Um, at least like, that's the category I would call it because it's a podcast where I'm just um, giving a space for people to give their testimonies, um, people that are leaving new age spirituality. And um, I just decided to create another podcast. But however, that does not mean I have to end this podcast because I love um the con the concept of this podcast I love the content I like to I truly enjoy helping people with um dating and I'm I've studied so much codependency psychology attachment theory uh, childhood trauma emotional neglect <laughs> to like I I'm pretty well versed and I really enjoy just kind of giving an objective opinion on dating scenarios and how to basically like date um in a norm in a healthier way um and less from a place of insecurity and I think that's a big problem with society is we have a lot of codependence um a lot of emotional neglect like just a like really emotionally unavailable society so dating is hard and we wonder why it's so hard and we kind of make it hard on ourselves because we kind of have some things within ourselves to unpack and that totally was the case for me I was I was a total crazy girl I was stage five like crazy like drive by your house crazy um I mean only if it was warranted you know who you are (laughs) just kidding (laughs) really though I was totally crazy um I would totally be described as anxious attached for the most part but you can you can switch attachment styles if you even know what attachment theory is you can um alternate so I think all that stuff is so interesting and I've had listeners reach out and they I've worked with them through dating scenarios and even people in my in my personal life and so it was actually just in the last couple days I've been kind of playing therapist for someone close to me and I'm like I love this stuff and and she was like you're really you know you're really good at this so why do I think I don't need I can't do this podcast and have this area of my life still um there was a part of me that thought like self-development is not congruent with um where I fall on the spectrum with God now um just as being I've become a follower of Christ I thought like self-development's a new agey thing and I don't think that's true because I think some of it is necessary um and I really would like this show to be focused around conscious dating and conscious dating to me is like basically and I'm not going to try to talk about God a lot too much in my show but I'm going to mention it because it is I think a really important part of getting to like a healthy place within yourself uh it's in order to have healthy dating scenarios um 
but I think conscious dating is like really dating with the eyes of God. Like you're, you, when you take on, when you can see yourself, how God sees you and accept and really believe that there is this ever present thing that loves you and, um, that you're worth something. You're not worthless. You're not ugly. You're not, you know, stupid. All this, all these bullshit beliefs you created, um, you can start dating in a healthy way and um, you start to see people come in your life that just reflect back a different message and belief and um, I can still show up here. So I'm just not going to talk about crystals, um, meditating. I'm not really going to preach any of that anymore because I just, I'm on a different route. However, this stuff is important. I know there is an audience for this. I know that this show has has helped a lot of you and... I love this show, so we back, baby, we back. Um, I really want to make it more, just like I said, a conscious dating advice platform. If you're looking to heal codependency, um, you're in a relationship, you're dating someone, you're in a situationship, you're in whatever, write to me. I would like to just... I don't have enough going on in my own dating life to talk about my own issues. And I didn't like that being the premise of my show anyways. But um, I I don't have enough going on to to uh, have episodes. So I, I need you guys to write in. I need you to like, if you have questions, I need you to email. Email the podcast. Um, codependentandshit at gmail.com. Or find the IG. You can find my personal IG. I usually put that on here. And write to me. Like write some like if you need some advice. If you're you know I'll do an entire episode. Like I just love to riff about this stuff. And really like have a, a like I said like a third perspective on a, a relationship. Because I can, I can help knock some sense into you. And really sometimes we think we're not being crazy. And we really need someone to be like yo like you're being crazy or like, yo, you're interpreting this wrong. This is not what they meant. You're making it mean this, like all that, all that stuff. Because we, when it's just us experience it, we can create so much scenarios in our heads and we don't realize we're doing it. So it helps a lot to have a person that is observing and can tell you like, yo, maybe you're, like, thinking about this wrong. And it's, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, this, um, immaculately healed perfect human by any means. However, I'm doing this show, like, continuing it because I do firmly believe I've healed so much of my anxious attachment style. I'm, like, a different person. Um, I feel like I can date in such a healthier way and it's, like, so much easier and, this is not the norm, though. I'm telling you, yo, especially, like, if you're in your 20s. I mean, older. I hear, like, grown-ass people still act. We do this shit. Um, it's not the norm. The things I'm going to talk about. The things I talk about. But it is going to change your life if you really want, help, like, real love. And I firmly stand by that. You cannot... You're not going to find that real love until you build a solid foundation within yourself where you are not seeking love to fill a void. You are seeking love or or to confirm a bullshit belief, something in your subconscious, because I still do love psychology and believe in it. However, 
you are looking for love just because it is divinely meant for your life you're ready you're you can receive it when someone wants to love you like there's so many things uh into this that we can talk about that I've talked about before and I'm gonna keep it going so so something I'm just gonna touch on for this one since I'm just announcing that we we still do in this is um the con this is just a hypothetical scenario you might run into that I'm seeing that I experienced that needs to be talked about that we need to be careful of because who knows how many people are out here doing it so you say you meet someone and they say they're they're in a relationship right but they say they're in an open relationship and that's really common nowadays I almost thought I wanted to do open relationships I learned I don't but it was a nice idea um and you just, ha- we got to be careful with this one because how do you ensure that they really are in an open relationship? How do you know they're not just saying that? That is like, that can be the easiest cop out to be able to cheat. And I know this because I experienced it. I reconnected with a friend, an old friend from like eight years ago. And this was months ago. And I started, he was in a relationship and he was, he was pursuing me. And then I, I was like, you know, what? like, call me when you're single. I was like, dude, I, I know you have a girlfriend. And then he was, he convinced me he's in an open relationship. He said, we're open. Like we travel a lot. We both travel for work. And he convinced me and I believed him. So I started hanging out with him and we've been friends for so long. It was like chill. I was enjoying it. And but I started to have my suspicions and come to find out, of course, one of the last times I saw him, I found out through some girls that were there, he is not in an open relationship. He is a liar. <laughs> and I didn't know what to do with this for like weeks. I was like, do I tell her? Um, he also, when I got, when I found out and confronted him, he, like, got super defensive, wouldn't really answer the question, but then he, like, blocked me, and to me, that was, like, oh, yeah, he's afraid I'm gonna contact his girlfriend. He blocked me, um, on, on, on Instagram, so I was, like, you know what, fuck this guy, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, um, go, go contact her, like, whatever, Um, but honestly, over the next weeks, it was just like festering in me and I just felt like she should know and I've been cheated on and they live together and they're like, like they're a a unit and if I was in her shoes, I would want to know. So if you're someone out there with this kind of information and you're wondering if you should tell them, tell them, do the right thing. We know what the right thing to do is. But then there's this reasoning that comes in that's like, no, they'll probably just stay together anyways. There's all this reasoning why you shouldn't. No, you know what the right thing to do is. Tell her, tell him. Because fuck that. You, If you've been cheated on, you know how much it hurts to be lied to and deceived. Tell them. Anyways, I winded up contacting her. I told her and I don't really know what happened, but I felt much better about it once I got it off my chest because... She deserved to know us. That is so sad. Like, he is straight two-timing her. And who knows how many other girls. So, um, I actually... And I heard this scenario again. Someone said, 
they were talking to someone in an open relationship, but they didn't know if he's really in an open relationship. And I'm like, exactly. How do you know? Are you going to, like, meet the girlfriend or the boyfriend? Like, this is a this is a murky territory. So just be careful. If you are open to that type of situation, just be careful. Because people lie, yo. Um, and I would just try to investigate that as, as much as you can. Because... It's kind of a really smart way to cheat, you know? Because, like, who's going to... A lot of girls probably wouldn't question that. Or guys. They're probably like, oh, okay, they're open, you know? But, no. Maybe one person in the relationship was open, but one of them might not be. Um, so, next topic I kind of just want to talk about. Even though I really... I've done an episode about this and I don't like talking about it because it gives me the creeps like it seriously skews me out narcissists um but you know what I can't avoid it I think I don't like talking about it because of my own experience with them um obviously if I struggle with codependency you can bet I've drawn in my fair share of narcissists um some that were just like you know what a, like they were not they were definitely psycho I think any person if you positive they're a narcissist that's why it's scary they're a literal psychopath Sorry, but it's true. I, from what I understand, narcissism is like next to impossible to heal. It's like when someone doesn't have empathy, I think they're a psychopath. So like it's just all a game of manipulation and it's scary. And I just don't think those people can give love or receive love. Like they're like a black hole and that's what freaks me out about it. And the fact that like so many women and men suffer um, from being with narcissists and even lose their lives a lot of people kill themselves because this shit literally will bring you to the darkest place you've ever been it like literally sucks your soul i swear to god it's like demonic narcissism it scares me i do a guy before that was totally a certified psycho narcissist like i'm lucky i didn't get hurt but yeah thank you god but now that I know more about it, I didn't know what a narcissist was then, but now that I know, I'm like, holy shit. Um, so just, like, I don't want to talk, I'm not going to go in depth about narcissists, because if you're a codependent, you probably already know a lot about narcissists, because you probably dated one, maybe you were married to one, or I have a kid with one. Um, but there's just something I want to point out that is always a red flag, that someone in my personal life, I'm not going to say who, obviously, but she got a new boyfriend in the last few months and he was just, you know, showering her in gifts and just they moved into I love you and moving in together extremely fast. Um, he started being dad to her son and is not um, his kid. He was down to play dad though. Her son's pretty young too. Um, and he was doing all this lavish stuff and... I said to someone else, I said, I'm just kind of like throwing up my own little yellow flag internally because I think he might be love bombing her. I don't know him, but this is a classic narcissist thing. They love bomb you. In the beginning, they are over the top, uh, like into you, giving you compliments, buying you things, showing up with flowers, writing you love letters, this shit out of a movie. 
Like, I think, I honestly maybe think it's it's only shit that happens in movies. And that's why we have these expectations. But, <laughs> um, and I think that's where they, like, took mental notes of what to do. So this is the stuff they do to hook you in. And then that person goes away because it's an act. It's not really who they are. And then you are stuck in this cycle because you always want to get back that person. But that person's never coming back because that person never really existed. They were just putting up a front to get you hooked on them. And... So I just really wanted to talk about kind of like love bombing and like it's hard to decipher and it's hard to not be flattered and because when you meet someone new and you have interests and they do stuff like that, you think I've been swept off my feet by Prince Charming. So this is just where discernment is so important and you just pay, pay attention to everything just really be smart because this shit is scary, yo. I mean, there's so many other things that are like the typical like standard behaviors of narcissists. It's like the, they follow that, that act falls away. They can't ever take accountability when they do something wrong. They gaslight you. They will stonewall you, which is, I think that's what it's called, right? I think. And that's when they will not talk to you and you just go crazy um there's phases isn't that it's crazy it's so interesting how people work they have phases and then they'll and then if you break up with them they beg for you back and you just keep doing this fucking shit show over and over and over um but imagine how much heartache you could save yourself if you knew how to spot a narcissist like right away um just kind of something to remember is that narcissists love codependence because you give them if you're a codependent I hate like saying, I don't know why I don't like to just be like, if you're a codependent, codependent's this. It sounds demeaning. I don't know how to word it though right now. I'll figure it out. But they get their supply from codependent people. They really do. They, They know that you're, they're, they know they are your source of security and well-being. And that your heart lies with them. And that you will do whatever. You will camouflage. You will do a backflip if they say to. You will take on their problems. You will take care of them. All of it. Um, And so if you struggle with codependency issues, you attract these types. So just be careful. Be vigilant. And if someone starts love bombing you, use discernment. I don't want to say that all like flattery initial flattery is love bombing because a man I believe should court a woman but there is a fine line I don't know about you guys but when I start talking to someone and they start like really saying over the top things my red flag goes up I'm like oh this is mm, this is weird because they don't know you well enough to feel sincerely that way so just uh be alert okay be careful out there it's a rough world we got a lot of unhealed people um, looking for love for all the wrong reasons. But you know what? You're listening because you want to change that shit. So let's do it. So write to me your problems and let me help you, okay? Help me help you. I don't make money doing this. Just so you guys know, this podcast does not make money. I used to when I had an ad for like very small amount of time I do not currently make any money I am doing this for free because I enjoy it and I like it and I want to help people so write to me if you have some specific issue you have like a story man I don't care I'll use fake names whatever you want so 
you know how to contact me. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. I will talk to you soon. I am back. Bye.